0: We'll go the wall For the win. Good! You are locked on women's basketball your daily podcast on women's basketball
1: happy monday and welcome to locked on women's basketball i'm gabe ibrahim alongside amy Audibert. uh this is our, our christmas special kind of so if you you know if you celebrate christmas merry christmas if you don't celebrate christmas happy december 25th because i feel like right like christmas one of those holidays that it's so ingrained in at least like western civilization like even if you don't
0: celebrate it or don't care about it like it's still a nice day to have i agree it's a holiday you know Holiday, and we hope you stay home and uh do nothing at all literally
1: (laughs) yeah no i think that's a good plan you could watch happiest if you have hulu watch happiest season Delightful, delightful little movie. It has a Kristen Stewart, Aubrey Plaza, bunch of big people. Very, very sweet Christmas movie.
0: I'm not a um, Christmas movie buff, game. Good oh, thing yeah, basketball's kind of like back. You know, like right. NBA's back now. We got co- and you know even when college games get canceled, there's usually one right there willing <laughs> to step back up onto the the national spotlight. Yeah. So, um, you know, you enjoy your Christmas movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, so i we're going to watch, like, we still have to watch Frosty and Santa comes uh, Santa Claus comes to town. the, the old uh, cartoon versions to complete Christmas, but yeah, basketball has <laughs> been nice. I mean, shouts to Miami, who, uh, it was supposed to be Louisville NC state this week. And uh, Louisville is on a, is still on their COVID um, hiatus. Hopefully they're going to come back out of that very soon. Um, fortunately or unfortunately Miami was like, hey, yeah, we'll play NC State. Um, so they showed up
0: <laughs> on the road.
1: <laughs> they showed
0: up, <laughs> yeah,
1: in in Raleigh and lost seventy-eight to forty-seven to the number four team in the country. They scored five points in the second quarter, um, which is mm-hmm. tough because I think Miami's actually playing pretty well this year. But
0: well, and just what happened to them the week before? They were supposed to play Duke. Duke doesn't yeah. play North Carolina. Steps in, man, like. The year 2020 will be talked about. I was actually thinking about this morning game. I was like, man, these coaches in like, maybe I'm hoping five to seven years from now are sitting at final fours laughing about that year mm-hmm. that they had to take to Twitter to, to pick up games. Like power fives are going on Twitter to pick up basketball games. I mean, obviously we're not laughing about it right now, really, but um, I, you'd hope, and this kind of stuff, right? We're supposed to play Duke a day or two days before. Let's play North Carolina. Oh, let's get on a plane and go play number four in the country. Like my gosh, this, no, this year is like just something special.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's certainly something, and you know we do hope that it it all ends up okay for everyone, and we're not we're not ruining playing these games. But I, I hope um, you know it does end up being something that we look back on and say, "Hey, that was that was insane." Um, as someone who's like has looked back a lot to like the 1918 sports seasons, it's kind of similar. Um, especially in like the football world, like I rem- like teams were just getting games like two days before the game, and then you go do it, and that's what's happening this year. Um, and we learned absolutely nothing, absolutely <laughs> nothing. But at least the NCAA learned something. Um, to to give, they recently on December sixteenth, they gave a blanket waiver to all transfers this season. Uh, so every single transfer in the nation is now eligible to play for their new team, which. I think is amazing. We had a really long talk about um, the potential transfer rules going forward in terms of not having to wait out a year in in the future. And we talked about the effect that that has on college basketball. This is a little different. um, So I wanted to get your take on, you know, what, what the blanket waiver might mean for college basketball this season.
0: Quick preface. I really try to defend the NCAA to a lot of people, because as I'm sure you also find yourself in the same situations, Gabe, as especially in the last couple of years, I have a lot of friends, um, colleagues, um, people I, you know, have a lot of off the record conversations with that really are disappointed with the NCAA, exploiting athletes, you know, like you can go on and on. and, And a lot of those things are valid. I, for me, like NCAA basketball changed my life you know and, and so i think of what it meant to me in my life i'm always trying to play devil's advocate and defend them i am really disappointed that they waited until december 16th to make yeah, this decision I agree. Um, and that's where i was really excited to have this conversation with you actually because i know you know you're super intellectual and you think about stuff and you put time <laughs> in your research why why Gabe did they wait until december 16th my thing was this when you decided that you weren't charging which was also the right thing, a year of eligibility to any student athlete. Why did you not say transfers, you can play, knowing that teams were probably dropping out, knowing that there were going to be, there are still going to be realistic situations of parents saying, coach, someone at home is sick, someone at home passed. I got to go home. Numbers are going to be up and down. Mental health has been the forefront of conversations about allowing student athletes to compete this year. Why not the transfers? And um, why not some transfers? That was the other issue, right? Yeah. Then you're seeing every once in a while, oh, the waiver came, you know, we're approved, we're playing, we're not, you know. Like, to me, it just really bothered me that this decision was made well into the season. Because now, you know, obviously it was pointless to have these transfers not play. They're not also losing their year. But um, we t- then when you'd want to talk about the frustrations of coaches now having to f- figure out how to plug in rotations, um, student athletes who, you know, just were in this limbo for so long of not knowing if they're going to be able to play. You know, I, obviously I pay special close attention to the university of Buffalo women's basketball team. They mean a lot to me. And Felicia like Jack is their head coach. One of my favorites, she is the most amazing coach. If you ever get to sit in a gym or in a room with coach Jack, just let her talk, you know, like Mm -hmm. she's just fantastic. And she's been very vocal because they have a transfer, um, Jasmine Young, who has, you know, like so many others. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I went online and started kind of researching, knowing we were going to talk about this. And you can't even get half the releases of um, what's actually happened because every school has a release, it feels like, men's and women's basketball, that someone has been cleared to play. Like, I just think this should have been done from the start. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of my i t- I'm happy about it, but I'm also frustrated because I just don't understand why this is happening now. What you could argue maybe a third into the season.
1: I agree. I mean so my my very intellectual response as to why this did not happen is because it's the NCAA. And <laughs> I defend I defend college sports. Um and yeah. I think that's To me, like I really see value in college sports. I'm not we don't have to get into a whole long discussion, but I think there is value in college sports, and I think it provides value to a lot of people like me, you who played to to the players, to the coaches, to the fans. Like it it means something special. And I I don't I don't want to diminish that. I think the NCAA bungles these things constantly, and I just think they don't ever, they're just never ahead of the curve. I don't know what it is. Of their organization because there's obviously smart people in this organization that should be thinking about this stuff ahead of time, but these just never get to it. Um, so for this, it's just like something that hey, they they probably just realize well, hey, we're gonna do it now, and it's better late than never. But it, it has cost teams something. I mean, you look at teams like uh, like Baylor, for example. They got Jaden Owens who is now going to be eligible as a point guard transferring in from UCLA. Well, hey, guess what? They just they lost the game to Arkansas. Not a week ago you know and it's like that that game is going to matter a lot when we get to the NCAA tournament talking about seeding and they didn't have one of their players who hey that might be their starting point guard I don't know if she's going to be their starting point guard she hasn't proven that she can be a starting point guard at Baylor yet but she might be and they didn't have the chance to have her there and now they're going to have to try her out in in different situations in yeah, conference in games. so it's like
0: <laughs> we're going to try her own in games instead of like preseason non-conference so, yeah. practice like well practice of course but
1: it was crazy. I'm glad they got to the right decision. Um, but that's why I'm, I'm for these sort of like rules that just say, Hey, we're not going to do this anymore because we want to take to me, um, just like from a governmental perspective, I'm always, I always want harder rules than guidelines because rules make it easy. Everyone's eligible when they transfer once, boom, we can roll with it. Hey, there may be some other ancillary things. And we talked about that on the podcast, but for for the ease of administration, it makes it so much easier to say, "Hey, this is what we're going to do when this situation arises." I think the situ- the NCAA loves to deal with guidelines rather than rules, and then it leads to something like this.
0: It just, I think, I, I'm going to hammer it one more time. The thing that bothers me about this game is like, coaches were on Twitter signing petitions months ago about please let our transfers play. And again, I just, I yeah, happy it happens, moving forward, whatever. I understand that, but just like it's still frustrating just to think this was not something they woke up two weeks ago and said like, Oh, maybe we should think about this. Like coaches were asking for this. Players were asking for this. This is the most unprecedented time, at least in our modern Mm -hmm. history that we can think of. And they made that huge exception with the eligibility. uh, And I agree with it. Great, great. I don't know why that wasn't a package deal since we're not charging anyone a year of eligibility. We're also going to allow transfers to play. Let's cut everybody a break. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. You guys are going to work as coaches. You're going to your sport as a student athlete. So let's just do what's best for everybody. And it clearly was to allow these transfers to play. I just think it should have been, you know, two months ago, this should have been um, just the way that the season was going to happen. But
1: I agree. That's why we uh, don't
0: get paid the big bucks, right? We just sit here and talk about it.
1: <laughs> hey, if the NCAA wants wants to pay wants to pay me, I will tell them <laughs> I think every organization, everywhere, needs a common sense czar, right? And this is especially true in sports organizations. Like just have someone there who's not who's not affiliated, who's a fan, and and say, hey, like, does this make sense to you? And and they would say, absolutely not this is so stupid why are we doing this and when they say that you just say oh okay let's not do that same thing like in, at least in, re- why?
0: Why? in replay
1: reviews too <laughs> right in replay reviews and this is like complete tangent but replay reviews just have a normal person who does not know the rules who knows like the rules a little bit and say hey like is that did, did alicia clark or uh, no jewel lloyd did jewel lloyd step out on that play against yeah. uh, los los <laughs> angeles no, it was awesome. Just let it stand. Okay, that's what we're going to do. Done. <laughs> yeah, I you common sense are. But I did want to just quickly <laughs> yeah. before our first break, I did want to list off um, some of the players that will be eligible now at, at these big programs. So Texas is getting Lauren Ebo from Penn State. Indiana is getting Nicole Cardona. Hillary, a Spanish point guard from George Mason, who was the ATED player of the year. Uh, Texas A&M is getting – zaya green i hope i pronounced her name right i'm sorry if i didn't from tennessee and kentucky is getting jasmine massingill from tennessee as well so a lot of ripple effects a lot of ripple effects The top program is going to be seeing a little maybe a little shift in power as you get deeper into the conference schedule but for now we will have to take a quick break and we will see you on the other side to talk about professional women's basketball which is not happening in this country but it's happening in other countries are you ready for some football Sure, I guess. So we were just talking about NCAA, but college football heads into the bowl season. There's some big matchups this weekend. There's a game starting in like 20 minutes somehow on this Monday. And the NFL regular season is also finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clear, and there's only one place, one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today with for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. We are still waiting for them to get some – NCAA women's betting odds, but they have everything else. If you're an NBA fan, if you're a WNBA fan, they have everything on the site. I use it all the time. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your sports, your online sports booking experts. This episode is also brought to you by 1010. Now you may have read about this in the New York Times or Forbes. And we're excited to tell you that about it. 1010 is is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. 10 designers have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. And when they're gone, they're gone. We all know that diamond engagement rings are iconic. It's a timeless expression of a deep commitment between two people. With 1010, it's beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're t- if you're making 2020 plans or looking for a new, a unique, meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, damn, contain diamond rings on Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. That goes out to all the fellas looking to propose. I know that's scary. I just did it. Like Actually, I did it like two years ago. And ladies, just tell the guy what kind of ring you want. So if you want want a good ring, go to BlueNile.com and just tell him what you want, and he will get it for you. It's going to go way better than him trying to figure out what ring they want. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Locked On Women's Basketball. I want to remind you that we're not the only podcast on this podcast feed. Eric Ayala has got you on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Howard McDell has your big Friday conversation on Friday. I believe he talked to Taylor Mike last week, which is awesome. So uh, she's the best three point shooter in the country after transferring to uh, Oregon. We talked about her last week. Amazing interview. I'd highly recommend. But now we're, we're taking you overseas to the land Down Under. That was such a terrible I <laughs>
0: God gave
1: So that? back in the day I used to have a decent one because I watched Steve Irwin all the time. RIP, uh, my dog. Yeah. Uh, but now it's it's just completely gone. Although I have it been watching. Scottish. So was that Scottish? All you white people sound the same. <laughs> um, but what happened down under was uh that the WNBL grand final was uh took place on last, like, Saturday? I don't know. It was, it was late night. I was, I was, like, almost asleep. But then the game is exciting, so I was, woke up. The Southside Flyers won the championship 99-82 to 82 over the Townsville Fire. The Flyers came back after losing last season's final to finally get their first ring since, I believe, 2012. Leilani Mitchell. Mm-hmm. What a game! 31 mm-hmm. points, five of seven from three. She was the MVP. Liz Cambage also plays for flyer. She had 14.6 rebounds. She missed a lot of the game with foul trouble, um, but she was still really effective when she did play. The most surprising thing, though, I don't know, I don't know, like if you felt this way when you watched it, completely packed house so in, nice in Australia. Yeah. 18,025 vocal spectators, uh, in the stands. And I got freaked out at first, and then I went and looked it up. Australia only has 34 COVID cases, so they can do whatever the hell they want, as, as opposed to us, who is having that size crowd, despite having a giant COVID explosion. That's conversation for a different day. Yeah, <laughs> we, do
0: think, <laughs> we do it too. We do it too. What did you think
1: of uh, Leilani Mitchell's performance? I thought she was fantastic, and she's just like a big game player at this point, I think.
0: Yeah, so, like, I've been a big-time fan of Leilani for a long time, mm-hmm. but, it's I mean, especially as of late, you know, her last year in Phoenix and then with Washington, obviously. T- to be honest with you, though, when I – I think it was just, like, the next day, um, going on your Instagram and, like, seeing the action shots and, like, yeah. seeing – it just kind of, like – I don't know about you, but, like, it get, it got me – it felt like just seeing, like, some of our big W faces, like – on your like Instagram or whatever, like they just want a big game. It just, it warmed my heart a little. And to be honest with you, I like Liz Cambage, cause we didn't get to see her this past mm-hmm. season, right? And, you know, I, you just start thinking a little bit by your, to yourself and I just, Liz Cambage, I mean, she's so fun to call. Like as a broadcaster, when you're getting ready to call, obviously, for me it would be an aces game but because you know if it's somewhat of a good game you're going to get something from liz campage and i'm talking Mm -hmm. about some kind of reaction or some kind of attitude or like something because she plays with her heart on her sleeve right and she and so i guess like when i was on the next day and i'm going through and you saw aces the aces put their post up and you saw some other women's basketball like um feeds kind of put and i just i don't know like it just it excited me for a second it was like it felt like home a little bit i don't know if that makes sense to you no, it but it was cool to see and then like just the fact that their team are they're called the south side flyers like yeah. oh my gosh like you want to play on you want to play on the south side team right like <laughs> no. i i don't know for <laughs> me it was just like so obviously like there's the basketball side you know great players it's great basketball. Uh, but then it's just also like the players that we know and love and seeing them um, celebrate a championship. I, I, yeah. For me, it was like it was almost like kind of needed, you know, like just brought a huge no. smile to my face by myself.
1: In and a normal atmosphere, too, like with fans yeah. and like everyone feels safe because That's they are safe. It's
0: and almost it's like, hope. It's like hope. Yeah. It's like, like it's that okay. could be us yeah, at some point. That will, it will be. And that's it the thing, right? Be. It was cool to see. And it's even with the NCAA, like God bless all of them. Cause they're doing their thing and they're, Can't they're try. working so hard, but it's different, right? It's different mm-hmm. waking up and like, I don't know about you, but you know, when you're on like emailing lists of different schools, mm-hmm. it's like every day my email flooded with like postponed, mm-hmm. um, changed. And it's, you know, and so it's cool just to see that, like just that one little segment of normalcy faces we love to see you know celebrating a championship it it just it was really cool I I I I enjoyed the south side I celebrated with the south side flyers
1: and it was it was neat too because I mean it's a role reversal I think this happens a lot when you when you watch overseas ball as opposed to WNBA ball like Leilani Mitchell was the star on this team like she was the one who they were running plays for she was the one that was getting all the plays and obviously Liz had her 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 post-ups and all that but it was interesting to kind of see Liz, she willingly took a step back in this game because she had foul trouble and she, but she was on the bench being a tremendous fan for her team, being a tremendous teammate. Every time that they would, that Southside would come off the court, she was the first one out there to give high fives. She's doing her like arrow three point celebrations at every three. She was- All of
0: Leilani's threes, all five of uh, them.
1: (laughs) You know? It was just so cool to see like, Sure. Well, in the normal in an in the WNBA, right? Like you're probably gonna see Leilani Mitchell cheering on Liz Cambage if they're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Here, complete role reversal, where Leilani is the star; she's the one who they're running DHOs for. She's the one they're riding, running sideline out on balance plays for. But Liz Cambage is there too um, to give her to give her some uh, credit. And obviously, there's a bunch of great Australian players who won't be here um, next year, but. You know, wait, we don't have so much time <laughs> to, know. to talk about them and they, and, but I, I think they're a great team and um, they're, we're going to see a lot of these faces come back. Stephanie Talbot, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. Stephanie Talbot of the Adelaide Adelaide. I don't know how to pronounce it. The Adelaide. Um, what are they? The Adelaide lightning. She won the MVP and she's a, she's a member of the, well, she's controlled by the New York Liberty. We'll see what happens if she's able to come over this season, but, she's really improved her game and then she's come back from injury looking great. So hopefully we can see her back, but man, it was nice to just have some like yeah. normal basketball.
0: Yeah. feel like it anyways. Now, a back, bit. back to reality. I'm just kidding. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, let's, let's keep it overseas for just one second. Cause I did want to make sure everyone knew, um, about. I didn't want to make sure that everyone's keeping up with Euro league. Uh, the next games are on January 18th, so we'll talk about this some more. Um, but you should be watching. Ecatrinburg has another stacked lineup this year: Courtney Vandersloot, Allie Quigley, Brianna Stewart, Emma and John Cole Jones. They're stop. they're gonna. <laughs> they're going win. They're gonna win the title, um, but oh there's my also
0: gosh. They're, they're
1: gonna on. win the title. I'm not, I'm not gonna. There's no way they don't. But Enrique is currently leading the league in scoring with 23 points a game. Tiffany Hayes looking great. We didn't get to see her last year. Kayla McBride's also picking up her scoring over there. So just just keep tracks of that. I'll be tweeting about it if you guys want to follow me on Twitter at gabe underscore ibrahim. And follow Amy on Twitter at amy audibert. But now we're we're gonna we're gonna celebrate a little bit of Christmas talking about some WNBA merchandise that you may want to be looking into some WNBA action in the merchandise world that. Um, is pretty cool and fun for our sport so we'll be talking about that right after this have you ever had a candy bar and thought hmm that was delicious i just wish it was healthy have you ever had a protein bar and thought hmm that was disgusting i just wish there was something that tasted better well built bar has a solution for you they are creating the most delicious protein bar ever they have 18 amazing flavors including six new ones like cookies and cream their originals like peanut butter brownie All these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and they're healthy They're perfect for the health conscious person looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat The bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber and they're great for a keto diet Built Bar is giving you everything you could possibly need in protein bar so go to builtbar.com use the code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order make sure you use that promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com so they know you came from us Last segment here on Locked on Women's Basketball, and we're going to talk about some merchandise. Uh, it's probably too late to get a lot of stuff from the WNBA or, college, or Women's College Basketball right now before Christmas, but always remember that you're not going to get everything you want for Christmas, so after Christmas, there's always great sales, and you should be looking into that to kind of fill out your collection, but... Uh, first and foremost, we do have to talk about Jordan Brand signing five WNBA players to the Jordan Brand family. I don't know a lot about shoes, but I know this is a good step for the <laughs> WNBA. Satu Saboli, Crystal Dangerfield, Tay Cooper, uh, Jordan Canada, and D'Erika Hamby all signed with Jordan Brand. Uh, Amy, what do you think about, about this step for our sport? I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to get their shoes. No one's No one's gotten a shoe yet, but will be a part of the jordan brand i'm sure they'll have like a fashion line uh at least at some point
0: yeah well i would say the jordan brand isn't just shoes right it's like a right. whole. it's a brand in itself so cool and i think all these women obviously joining maya moore kia nurse asia Durr is mm-hmm. the other three right. so eight WNBA players now are with jordan brand uh the five that they announced to me like they're all super cool like they're they they're I don't know they got their own little brands themselves so I think it's awesome it's great for the league I I applaud Jordan Brand for stepping up and starting to to make this like these are the faces of our game right and I think as the WNBA and people who that either work with the league or advocate for the league like we're constantly asking companies to step up and and help put our faces out there right and so of course like this is a basketball company uh, a very reputable one so I think I, I'm, I'm excited that this happened because these are some of the bigger faces of our game and, and yeah. for, for them to launch five, right? Like five faces. That's huge. That's big time. So I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. I'm, also
1: young, young players too. Yeah. It's not just like the ultra superstars. And, you know, I think they're trying to get, they're trying to cultivate a lot of these players like he you know, nurse Asia Dur. but I love, I love that. Like Jordan canvas here. Yeah, um, yeah. I think she, I think she's gonna do. She's gonna be a great uh, ambassador for them. But also in this picture, um, they're they have. I'm looking at the Jordan Brand announcement. Saty Savale is wearing one of the nicest. I think this is a raincoat. It might be a trench coat. I've never <laughs> seen a Jordan Brand trench leather trench coat, and I love it. And I might actually have to buy this for my wife.
0: I hope she. I, I hope she worked out a great deal because Satu's. A, she could also yeah. very well be a model. So it's like, hey, one of our you know top. Basketball players in the world also <laughs> be a supermodel, so very smart um, by Jordan Brand, right? To yeah. to uh, get that, I mean, they're all they're all gorgeous, and like I said, they all have their own brand so super exciting and uh like you said let's go let's start rolling out the merch because um
1: (laughs) i will (laughs) i will buy this i mean i know (laughs) it's for women but like i love it and like when our
0: zoom opens in the new year Gabe and you are sitting there in that trench coat (laughs) i will be taking a picture and it will be getting uploaded on a public platform
1: <laughs> i i will i will uh, i might i might buy this for for me and or my <laughs> uh my wife uh, the other thing i wanted to talk about just as like a gift if you're looking for something to ha- to get in the new year um if you're like me and you can't keep your hands off whatever wmba merchandise comes around uh crema christmas kelly has a has a clothing brand um she has a lot of cool stuff on here but the new thing that she just released is awesome. So the the uh, you can go to confidentvibesclothing.com to find this. Look at the WNBA collage sweatshirt. It's the WNBA logo, instead of it just being white, it's filled in with logos of the teams. It looks awesome. I am gonna I already have two sweatshirts almost exactly like this one with the WNBA logo. And now I'm just going to get a third one because now you're going to have three. (laughs) I need it. Like, I don't care. I will pay whatever the price is. It's 40 bucks. Like that's a good price for a sweatshirt. So if you're looking for something in the new year, uh, that's something nice that you could get yourself as a, as a, as a Christmas gift to yourself. You should always get yourself Christmas gifts. I do it all the time. Um, But I did want to ask you with Christmas coming up, we'll, we'll talk about gifts and you know, it's consumerism, whatever, but I want to ask you what's your what's your favorite piece of uh wmba merchandise
0: okay don't laugh it's actually not clothing um i i love koozies oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i think it started off because one of my best friends from college she loves koozies so like she's from the new orleans in the south so whenever like there's a wedding or a birthday or a big event they like have koozies Mm. made so i have all these koozies but Two years ago, the Atlanta dream for their pride game, their give out was rainbow koozies. And so because I know somebody that knows somebody, (laughs) I was able to get, so I actually love it. I I keep, I, I don't actually keep a drink in it because, you know, uh, during the pandemic I don't sit around and have drinks as often um, I like to do that socially with other people so I uh, yeah I, I totally
1: don't just have a beer for in storage I know <laughs> yeah,
0: every once in a while right but I would say the one I love um, like game giveaways I just yeah. I don't know why they're like so fun the one that I don't have that I'm like I, I obviously missed the boat but For the pride game in Vegas, they gave away fanny packs and I do have multiple fanny packs. I'm a hands-free person. I actually wear a fanny. I have a gym fanny pack that I put my phone in when I'm at the gym and my earphones. I'm not like a, I don't have wireless. I don't know why. I just, I I have problems. Anyways, I'm going on a tangent, (laughs) but Koozie looking for the fanny pack? But I mean, you know, anything's good yourself okay if, I, I,
1: if anyone can find a fanny pack for amy let us know yeah. we will we can find out the Maybe vegas
0: pride fanny pack it the vegas aces pride fanny pack from 2019
1: Our, <laughs> okay i'm gonna write it down i'll find and,
0: it anyways and yours
1: <laughs> um so obviously like i think the thing i use the most is my orange hoodie the fashion statement of the year according. Yes. To yes.
0: Drama. You oh, are man. so fashionable. Gabe. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm a fashionable man, especially when I get that damn Jordan trench coat that's going to cost me like $800. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the, the, yeah, so I'd say that the, the hoodie is the thing I use the most. Um, one of my favorites is my Elena, my Elena Del Don bobblehead that I, uh, I, I don't remember exactly how I got this cause I was media. Or no, you know what I did? Actually, I remember exactly what I did. So this was in 2019. So it's my first season covering the Mystics. Um, I, I could have got like a media credential c- to go to this game, but I was like, you know what? I want the bobblehead. So oh. I bought a ticket. We, I went. I went with Emily. We we bought tickets. We got the bobblehead for ourselves. So I have an Atlanta Don bobblehead that is uh, on my bookshelf. I absolutely love it. It makes me very happy. Um, and then I also, uh, I I should actually do something about this because. The lovely people at Prism at the Panini uh, uh, at the Panini card company sent me a couple a few packs of their uh, twenty nineteen Prism WNBA cards. First time they've ever done Prism cards for the WNBA. Uh, and I still have to unbox them, so oh. this this might end up being my favorite because I do have a lot of WNBA basketball cards. I just don't know what's in here, so oh. I can't say it's my favorite yet. But I do need to. Th- that that was really nice of them for them to uh, send out. Some card packs to WNBA reporters and me being one of them, and I got to do something for that. So, if you guys want to buy something like that, there's a there's a lot of packs out there. I think the next is still doing a giveaway. They, if you subscribe, you also get a pack of cards, and nice. you never know if you get if you get like a Sabrina Anesu rookie card, that's worth a lot of money. That's worth mm. a lot of money. So, um, which is kind important. of
0: ironic because there wasn't a big rookie season right (laughs) with their injury
1: (laughs) they're projecting it out well it's also like if you get like satu or you get a i mean i'm trying uh uh kennedy carter right and those players end up becoming hall of famers
0: yeah
1: guess what you're in the money folks you're in the money so that's our favorite stuff um christmas isn't all about buying stuff though it's about uh you know, being with the people that you love and, 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 you know, I guess this year, this year is going to be a little different for a lot of people and that we can't go see most of the people that we normally see on Christmas, but at least you can zoom. Um, at least you can, you can listen to the podcast with us. We hope, we hope that you love us. Um, cause we love you guys and, and it's very nice to just be able to, uh, be with people that you care about over the holidays. I know it's tough for a lot of people, so we hope you guys are, are, um, being being well and having a, a nice time
0: yeah i mean i guess we're we're taking next week off let's
1: yes oh let, yeah sorry
0: let them down easy gabe let them down easy
1: but um, i forgot to say that we are not going to do so a podcast next week
0: we will be back until um 2021 let's go um, let's thanks. go <laughs>
1: Thank the good Lord, we made What's it
0: happen when it's like nothing it's gonna be two weeks from now we'll be we sitting here, and like really nothing's, nothing's gonna be changed. changed but it's just just this like symbolism of hope no. and moving forward. and every day that we are blessed to wake up and see another day is a step mm. in the right direction.
1: <laughs> yeah no <laughs> it, it will be it it'll be something different next year, certainly. it won't be what happened this year, uh, which is definitely a positive. Um, and we just hope that everyone's staying safe and, and being, um, happy and, you know, happy new year because it's going to get better. Most and What's happy happening?
0: birthday basketball, by the way, today, oh, 129 years old. Oh, Dr. Wow. James J. Smith With Officially, his is the birthday. Today is the, back, I know. the birthday. So happy 129 games to what we talk about every week. So I know. 100... we got to get that one in too.
1: 129 years of basketball and certainly has never seen a year yeah. like
0: this one. That's what I mean. it's you know it's, a, it's so always
1: a first one. yeah hopefully hopefully next year is more of a, of a normal year for basketball but we hope that it is not just a normal year for you but a fantastic one and we will see you in 2021 uh y'all be good and we'll talk to you soon